Hi, I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I'm Brandi Kitterman. And we are here to equip you and challenge you to to dare dare to hear hear the voice of God. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about what is prophetic encouragement. Okay, first off, I have a few questions. Okay. Didn't we go over this in the first episode? And how is this different than hearing from God or how to hear from God or prophecy in general? Well, that's a very good question. So they all kind of go together, Mm -hmm. but there's different aspects of the ability to hear from God. And so we have, um, we can all hear from God Mm -hmm. and we can all operate in the gift of prophetic encouragement, but then there's also different levels of the prophetic gifting or the gift of encouragement that I talk about in my book, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement. And so really this, um, the gift of prophetic encouragement is hearing the word of God and releasing it to somebody else. Okay. So So. it, it goes hand in hand. But it's different. It's more of the act of stepping out. Exactly. So can I read the definition that is in my book? That way for everybody that hasn't read the book, they can can know what we're talking. Spoiler alert. Spoiler (laughs) alert. And uh, in the back of my book, I have this quick reference guide. And Mm -hmm. so I talk about, just give some definitions for different things. But one of the questions that somebody had asked me was, what is the gift of prophetic encouragement? And this is what I wrote. Prophetic encouragement is a spiritual gift of prophecy in action which Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 14. Prophetic encouragement is intended for those who believe in Jesus, who listen to what heaven wants to say and encourage other believers and unbelievers alike. And then you can read more about that in 1 Corinthians 14, 3 through 5 and verse 24. And prophetic encouragement releases the heart of the Father into people's lives and situations, taking up the call in 1 Thessalonians 5, 11, which says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Okay. So I thought it would kind of be fun to talk about like examples of what prophetic encouragement is because I'm kind of a show me how to do it, (laughs) not just tell me what to do or make me read about it. So I thought that in this episode, if we kind of talk about just a little bit about we've already defined what prophetic encouragement is. Mm-hmm. So people have an understanding of like, it's just another layer added to hearing from God because we hear from God for ourselves, but right. then he wants us to not just keep it for ourselves because it's all about relationship, right. right? Relationship with God and relationship with others. And then he wants us to speak words of life and hope and encouragement to other people, which will then bring them into relationship with him. So do you have do you have any any thoughts or anything? I'm really excited for some upcoming episodes because we have um, Carter coming in to share, and yes. he has some amazing testimonies. That was one of the things that somebody had sent me an email about and said, "I love to hear testimonies and stories of what it looks like to operate in the prophetic." And so that's one of the things that we are going to cover when he comes in. And uh, for those of you that don't know who Carter is, he's actually in my book, and I'll do a full introduction on that episode coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay, so you were asking me about stories, like if I have any stories. Yeah, did you notice I was trying to give you enough time to think about something because I put you on the spot. (laughs) She did. She put me on the spot. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, I remember growing up, uh, you know, traveling with you and kind of knowing that hearing the voice of God was a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I remember going through your class for the first time, um... I think I was a kid, but I went through the adult class Mm because, you know, 
I don't know that we had a kids class at that time. But no, I didn't. I didn't because it was a different. Um, I was working for a different ministry at yeah. that time, and so you, we just had adult classes. That that's when I felt the need to really start my kids classes, um, geared specifically towards kids. I think you were probably. 12 or 13 maybe or were you I feel like I was younger okay well we'll 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 put you around 10 yeah that that sounds about right um but I I can't remember any specific stories because it was about 14 years ago but um I do remember like my favorite thing my favorite activation that you did was having you know the pulling an object out of a bag right um and one of the things that I thought was really great was that that made Um, It kind of made it relatable so that, you know, God could speak to you about this thing or how this thing relates to this person because they pulled it out of the bag for a reason. They could have pulled anything out of the bag, but God guided their hand towards this thing, right? So um, I remember that just gave me, as like a young kid, the courage to be able to stand, uh, stand up and say, you know, what... Um, what I felt like the Lord was speaking to me of saying, you know, oh, well, this is such and such, and I feel like the Lord is saying this to you, whereas it's not just an out of the blue, like, thus saith the Lord, or something like that, you know. Um, In fact, I tell people, don't say that. Don't say that. Please don't don't say say that. that. (laughs) Please don't say that. Because one of the things that you need to understand is when we are operating in the gift of prophetic encouragement, it is to encourage, to edify, and to exhort people. And so what we want to do is we want to give people space and grace. I talk about this, Mm -hmm. give people lots of space and grace that they need to hear from God themselves. It's all about them developing a relationship. And so God might give us a nudge that says, hey, um, Sally needs some encouragement today. Can you go give Sally some encouragement? And so we pray, okay, well, what what do you want to say to Sally? And we do that. But if we say, thus saith the Lord, Sally may go, they really hear from God and they're more spiritual than me and I have to listen to that. When in fact, we're human. And so we can we can get it wrong, and we do get it wrong. Right. Um, this uh, couple weeks ago, I was in a van shuttle on the way from the airport to the location that I was going. Mm-hmm. And so here's a great example of what prophetic encouragement looks like. Okay. And without being preachy or churchy or anything like that, even though we were on our way to a Christian conference. But as I was talking with a gal that was sitting next to me on the seat, um, I just felt like the Lord showed me a picture. I see pictures a lot. And I felt like the Lord showed me a picture of her um, kind of being this warrior out in front. But the story she was telling me did not necessarily make me think she was so warrior-esque you know (laughs) yeah and then and then the lord had said this phrase to me which i didn't really know what that meant um because it was kind of in the moment and i was just like oh okay and i just asked her hey can i just share something with you like i i waited till she was done with her story and i said can i just share something with you um sometimes i just get impressions or um i just you know god nudges me a little bit and i just would like to share this with you and she's like sure and i said well i said i heard the words shield maiden and i also saw that you um that the lord sees you as a warrior woman who's on the front lines Hmm. and she stopped and she goes what did you say and I was like, what, 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 what? And, and I said, oh, does that mean something to you? And she goes, what, what word did you say? And I said, well, shield maiden. And so she actually was writing a book with that topic, but also somebody else that's very close to her is doing a Bible study on that topic. And she, because of um, the historical research that she was doing on that topic, it spoke to her. Yeah. Now, that was not my words. 
because I could tell from the story she was relaying to me that things in her life had been really difficult. And instead, I just kind of paid attention to those nudges that God was giving me. And people always say that, and we talked about this in an episode that the prophetic isn't weird. And it's not supposed to be. It was in normal conversation, just like Jesus had conversation with the woman at the well. In normal conversation, we're supposed to be able to deliver words of encouragement that don't necessarily Mm -hmm. come from us, but come from God. And that's that's the power of prophetic encouragement because it breathed hope and life and light into her. But here's where it gets better, right? Why is it so important that we do that? So we we got off the shuttle. We went to our various places. I mean, and honestly, there was a lot of people at this conference. So you don't run into the, the same people, right. right? And I was walking. It was like a day or a day and a half later. And I was walking across the common area on my way to um, the the breakout session that I was doing and mm-hmm. I heard somebody call my name. Um, and so I turned around and who it was, was the scout that had been sitting next to me um, in the shuttle. And she's like, I just, I just have to, to say something to you. I just, I, I don't know what that thing is that, that you did, but I, I called um, a friend cause mm-hmm. she worked with somebody who, who actually knew a little bit about that. And he explained to her that it was called the prophetic. And so um, she's like, but but it totally changed my perspective on things. She, she was at a crossroads of needing to make a decision to do one thing or another. And she said, and I said, oh, well, yeah, you, I, I kind of had a sense of that, but I didn't, you know, you didn't ask. So, yeah. um, and she didn't know me, right? right? And she didn't know what I did, but she just said that, that same day that we arrived on the shuttle when she was in her room, she checked her email and she had been rejected for this program that she had applied to. And she said, had she not received that word or that encouragement from me that spoke to something in her, she said, I would have been devastated by that and it would have ruined this whole experience for me. But I have a piece about it because now I feel like God is shutting one door and he's opening another. Yeah. And here's somebody who has a conservative church background that doesn't even necessarily understand what the word prophetic is, let alone prophetic encouragement, but she just had an experience with it. And that's the important part of what the gift of prophetic encouragement is about, because it's not about me. It's right. about me being obedient. It's about us being obedient. Yeah. yeah one of the things that I've learned is that um, somebody is attached to your yes, Um, That's good. And so by you being obedient, you're then opening the door for somebody to be changed or to be saved or, you know, to have their weekend not ruined um, by some bad news that they're going to get. Or it opens up the possibility that God then has kind of like this entryway into their lives where he can say, hey, remember that one person who told you that one thing? Yeah. Can we talk about that? Um, You know, and kind of just... Begin the process of opening and healing and and whatever it is. But um, I think that's one of the things that always really got me. Like when I when I felt like the the Lord had a word or like you know the Lord was giving me a word to share or something. Um, I lead worship at my church and um, so stepping out for me at first was really uh, nerve wracking just because um, I'm stepping out in front of the entire congregation and singing the words to a song is like so natural for me. Like that's fine. I can do that all day long. But when it comes to actually stepping forth and, and speaking what I feel like the Lord is saying to me or what the Lord is prompting, like that is where, uh, 
that's where it gets a little, whew, for me, a little nerve-wracking. But yeah. also, that's when the most amount of healing comes. Right. You know, that's it's when the presence of God falls, and it's it's because I said yes, or because I, I stepped up, and I, I felt the Lord's prompting, and I knew that he had something to say through me, and I was obedient. Because yeah. there are people attached to our yes. There are people who, that's a, that's who a really need good that. Thing. Yeah, and I really like that, that... We think of, oh, God is asking me to do something that's really scary. So how is it affecting us when in reality it has nothing to do with us? The gifts of God are not for us. The gifts of God for other people. So putting it in perspective that our yeses are attached to somebody else. And when we put it that way, then it kind of makes me feel a little more brave and a little more courageous. Because sometimes, you know, during worship and during the church service, the Lord will give me what we call a word of knowledge which is um, something that is a word of knowledge is something that is currently happening or has happened in the past and you can test it and judge it and know that it's true. Like if I said something about somebody's birthday or an address where they lived, right? That's something that they can say yes or no. And then sometimes I feel like God gives me words of knowledge for things that he wants to heal in people. And that can be really scary because what if you step out and say, you know, I mean, I'm a pastor at our church. And so for me, I'm the person that people come to, right? So I have to kind of discern and sift their words to see if they're right. But when it's me and stepping out and going, what if I got it wrong? What if there is nobody in here with back pain in their L5? I don't even know what an L5 is, right? So we had that um, encounter worship night a couple of months ago. And we were praying for healing for all kinds of people. And it was kind of wrapping up. But I felt like the Lord spoke very specifically that he wanted to heal somebody in the place that had issues in their L5. So I withdrew myself from praying for the person that I was with because there was a bunch of us over there. I ran over, got my phone, looked up, what is L5 and where is it at? Right? (laughs) Because I'm like, is that even a real thing? And then I looked to see where it was at. And I just kind of, it was this moment of brave courage of I had to step out. And I know people think, well, you're the pastor, you know what to do and you can do that. Except for there's still some moments where fear comes along. But I like that, that my yes, my yes of obedience was actually attached to somebody else's blessing because this woman had actually come. And before that, she had been in a back brace. She wasn't wearing it that night, but she wasn't able to move. She wasn't able to do regular stuff. She served on the um, offering team and the worship team and the dance team at her church. Um, Not something that we're necessarily familiar with here, but I didn't really know her. She just came to the encounter worship night and she walked away healing. The The next time that she was in church, she was able to do things and to move freely because God healed her. So my my yes was attached to her receiving the blessing. Bonnie, that that is so powerful. That is so good. I hadn't hadn't I hadn't thought about it that way. So <laughs> I think that's one of the things that kind of gets me to the point of is God saying this? I don't know, but I feel like this is him and I'm going to step out because somebody else could need this. It's it's really not about me. Right. right. Sometimes God gives you a word and it is about you. Right. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes the act of stepping out and giving it to somebody is about you. But really, the majority of the time, it's for the other person. Yeah, that's good. And the thing is, like, you're attached to somebody else's yes, too. So so it kind of comes full circle. Right. It's not yeah. just 
Because it goes back to that relationship piece, which yeah. we've talked about before, right? Is that exactly. the prophetic is all about relationship, mm-hmm. which I'm... Have we talked about that in depth? I can't remember. I don't think we've talked about it so in depth. Maybe we'll, we've mentioned it, though. So maybe we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode about the prophetic being all about relationship. And that was kind of a an aha moment for me. But as we wrap up this week's episode, I guess I want to just really challenge people to, um, especially people that deal with fear. Um, I deal with fear at different times, but I've always been a people pleaser and had such huge fear of man. And being a prophetic encourager, it kind of goes counterculture to what God is calling me to do. Mm-hmm. But thinking about that, it's not so much about us and our discomfort, but it's more about being obedient to God so that we can reach out to other people. So this week, I'd want to challenge people. Can we challenge that? Yeah, is that absolutely. good? I want to challenge you to think about who's attached to your yes. Yeah. Has God asked you or prompted you or nudged you at at all this week or pay attention to when he is doing that this coming week and then who's attached to your yes we would love to hear your testimonies we'd love to hear your stories we'd love to hear what god has to has been prompting you to do and just remember somebody is attached to your yes of yeah. obedience to god yeah I'd, I'd also challenge you guys to not only find out who's attached to your yes but step out in a way to bless them or encourage them. Um, And don't be afraid to step out and talk to the person in the grocery line in front of you or talk to the lady giving you coffee. That's good. And something like that. Just start a conversation. Mm. That's that's where this starts. And and like you said, it doesn't have to be churchy. It doesn't have to be nope. super Jesus-y, right? No. Like you don't have to use church language. No. Um, we know how to interact with people who don't go to church because they're they're all over the place, yeah. you know? And if you want a perfect example, go to the story of Jesus ministering to the woman at the well. Yeah. Because he had casual conversation with her, talking to her about real life issues. And out of that, he was hearing what the father said. And we know that because the word says that he only did what the father showed him to do. And he only said what the father told him to say. And so that is prophetic encouragement in action. And it was just a casual conversation that kind of opened the whole doorway to a community coming to know about Jesus and about who yeah. he was. And so we we need to be obedient. That's really the whole point of this is to bring people into relationship, not just with us, but really with the Father, to point yeah. them to the Father. And so we just like to thank you for listening to Dare to Hear, the podcast, where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And please, if you guys are watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and leave a comment. Yeah. Um, also give it a little thumbs up. If you're listening on podcasts, wherever podcasts are found, um, please rate us and um, yeah. subscribe. Download all of our podcasts. You won't regret it. Um, also, before we go, we've been talking a little bit about my mom's book, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement. Yeah. She wrote this. Um, so please go ahead and buy it. We're going to put a link uh, somewhere for you. It's on, on Amazon, so you can find it. Yep. And if you would like to submit a topic, because in our next episodes, we're going to do this really fun thing with some of you that have already submitted topics to us. Yeah. But if you have a question that you want us to cover or a topic you want us to talk about or a guest that you would love for us to have on the podcast, that's actually how Carter um, is coming on is oh, because really? people had requested that we talk to him uh-huh. um, because of the stories that I had in the book. They wanted to hear more of that. So if you're interested or have a topic for us, um, if you would send it to us at info at 
dare2here.com, then we will uh, make sure to get that in there. And you'll see in the next episode what we're talking about, about how we're going to choose those. So with that, have a blessed week until we see you next week on the episode. All right, see you next time. Mm-hmm.